0: Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to all of you, more of you. This is Sarah Lynn, your podcast host and flow state coach, transitioning high, achieving entrepreneurs into new earth leaders. In this podcast, we'll be diving into all things flow state, body leadership, connection, healing, entrepreneurship, and so much more juicy, deep-lived experience. I invite you in the space to really bring all of you more of your fully-spoken, fully accepting and belonging in this space. I want all of you. I want more of you. And take this adventure with me into what I have discovered to be the key to living the most magical, deep, juicy, fulfilling, rich life and work while also doing the greatest, highest service to this world and the collective. So I want you to sit back, relax, enjoy, and without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, hello, guys. So today I am doing a virtual podcast. I'm on my second cup of cacao. So, you know, (laughs) that's the mood today. And it's actually Valentine's Day, which is funny. I haven't really acknowledged it that much, but I'm like, oh, you know, we're putting some little love messages, love notes, energy into the mic, hopefully. Um, Not hopefully, I know. And I'm here with Lindsay, who Lindsay, how long ago did I meet you? I know we just kind of chatted about this before, but how many weeks ago do you think that was?
1: Probably like a month.
0: Oh my god, time is wild. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> it definitely was a month, but just man, it still surprised me, even though we just chatted about them I'm like two weeks. You're like, nope, double the time. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> yeah, it's to a, it's you know. a uh, portal down there. <laughs> it's a portal down there, you know, the jungle energy. I'm just like, what month is it? No, I always, <laughs> I always know, but it just time sometimes surprises me. So yeah, we met about a month ago and we were headed to, honestly, I loved that event that we went to <laughs> together. It was at a place called Sacred Playground here. We were like um, on the way, one of our, our mutual friends. Uh, yeah. We had like a little ride shared down to this event because it was hard to get there even on like motorbikes and stuff. Like it was an adventure to get there. It was very like bumpy and rocky, Um but we made it. And yeah, what we did, it was like a breathwork event, a static dance, cacao ceremony, all of the goods.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. So amazing. And so interesting and unique that, you know, you just get into this ride share and all of a sudden you meet three other girls on the side of the street. <laughs> you just go have this deep, intense, wild experience, you know, like that is so just coincidence and timing and and anything you could ever think of. Right.
0: I love those moments though. Like this is where, like, I mean, not all of my podcast guests, but just like those synchronistic, spontaneous moments. Like I always encourage just like put yourself in scenarios and situations. Like I remember when our mutual friend who actually was on one of my past podcast episodes, um, you know, she like linked us together. I'm like, amazing, new, incredible, powerful women that are doing amazing things in this world. We're going to this like all day event, and it really was. It was a long event. It was like probably like seven. I stayed till the very end. Um, I was having so much fun, but it was it was an adventure, you know, like that whole day. But I love bringing um, people I know, and then having new people in, and just like finding the mix and the groove and yeah, we connected, we chopped, we dropped in together and then connected obviously in the online space because now you're back in Colorado. Colorado. Yes. She's yes. in the snow. She was in the jungle yep. for a little bit, <laughs> um, but yeah, now we get to like drop in. And that's actually why I love the virtual space because when you leverage it in very beneficial, positive ways, it's like, cool, we're connected. Now I get to have you on, share your amazing medicine and magic and like, we didn't even drop super deep into that because we were just having fun honestly that day. I mean obviously we chatted about some things, but I'm like, oh yeah, a conversation definitely can come through in this space. So and and it was perfect because you had a little bit of time to integrate back from the jungle. Uh, yes. Because you were here for how long again?
1: Just under a month.
0: Yeah, under a month, which is a solid visit. Like that's Totally. That's,
1: yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh-huh.
0: And it was beautiful because before we started the podcast, Lindsay and I were talking and we were talking about, yeah, how both, both of us mirrored this in each other that we started the year on kind of a slower note of not like rushing and diving in and like actually being in nature and like going at the rhythm of nature and just letting ourselves kind of merge into now, which is like, you're launching something tomorrow, which I'll obviously have you talk about a little bit and I'll put that in show notes and I just launched something yesterday. So it's funny, like we kind of had this like slow ease and start. And then now we're feeling this like, "Mm," this like rebirth energy. And it's exciting that we're having a conversation now when we're kind of in that like, oh, we're merging into this year now. After having our, I don't know, rest, adventure, letting ourselves slowly ease in. So yeah. Welcome onto the podcast, Lindsay. I'm excited to have you, but that was my, my little spiel. I wanted to give them before and anything you want to add on that.
1: <laughs> awesome. Yes. No, thank you so much for having me. And yes, really resonated with the slow start into the year. And ironically, during this period of rest and winter in Colorado, I go down to Costa Rica into where it's almost like more, you know, summer energy there. But was still in a place of like rest and restore. Um, and really mostly focused in going into my my own work. So that when the floodgates opened now, it was like, okay, I've transmuted the work and here's how it, here's how it lies, you know. When I'm getting back in that same rhythm of nature as, you know, we're just about to hit spring here, you know. So, so it just feels so much more organic to have really taken that time for rest. And
0: I love that you did that too. Like, I really think this is like, yeah, like I a a lot of people in my field have been kind of doing that. And it just gives us, like you said, like before floodgates open or before we do, it's like, hey, making sure we're really like in our process and we're embodying and doing what we need to. And like coming from that whole aligned place that we're full, you know, mm-hmm. versus like, oh, we need to do this because it's January 1st now, you know?
1: Right. Well, and ironically- you know, during my time down in Osara, I was more active than I would have been Mm -hmm. had I been back home, right? Like it was sunny. I could go outside. I think I walked like 50 miles along the beach that I had, you know, so it's not, it's not that our rest and restore is necessarily not moving like actual in the body, right? Like for me, my body was moving more, which is what it really was calling, but my mind and my soul were getting a break, you know? Oh,
0: that's so good. And so, and like, that is sometimes how it is, right? Like our body, it doesn't mean like, yeah, we're just like laying horizontal, sleeping the whole, you know, until February 14th (laughs) here, like That would be a trip in a fucking half, but it is. Um, it's giving your body what it needs, and and that mental like rest in that type of way, like letting your mind kind of turn off and chill and coast and be in that space, even if our bodies are moving. Like that can be very restorative in a different way than, like, say, if you're you know just sleeping. Like it actually is more beneficial to kind of access those things. But I love that, and you you even mentioned to me on voice notes, I think, of like. Yeah, you had so much soul nourishment when you were here. Um.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was was a ride, you know, like just because you go down into paradise doesn't mean that there aren't problems there. (laughs) It's like different place, different people, different problems, you know. Um, so it's not like you get to escape everything and especially, you know, the things that you really are sitting within yourself, like you actually have the space to maybe feel those a little bit more. So, you know, as somebody who is in service to people, um, you know, I had a lot of friends be like, Oh, are you going to teach classes or hold breath work down there? And I was like, Nope, I am not holding space for anybody because I am doing my own work. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. It was just that time to, to really drop in for myself.
0: Do you feel like that was hard or was that something on your mind you were considering or was it like a very clear, like, no, like I'm not doing that and this is for me fully when you were coming?
1: um, Initially, when I was planning the trip, I was kind of thinking about being there longer and having the space to drop into the community as a space holder. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I shortened my trip and just kind of with what was coming up in my own world, it became a call, you know, a couple months before that it was just like, nope, this is going to be fully for me. Like, I'm not even going to have the capacity to
0: mm. hold
1: space at that level. And it wouldn't be fair to anybody I would be holding space for just because I needed to do my own work. And so that day that we, you know, took a ride into the jungle, that was truly one of the pivotal turning points for me on that trip. Like, I was able to really, really drop in and let go of a lot of things through that. And you know, it was a whole spectrum of everything, right? It was like the deep work and then the joy and excitement and love and community and dancing. And yeah, it was just everything that was needed at that time. So yeah, really a turning point for that trip.
0: That's amazing. And thanks for sharing that. And I love how you're just like in such integrity with that. And I feel like that's something we have in common and that I hope a lot, all space holders honestly really have. And I feel like it should be the standard. It's not always the standard, not to like shame anyone, you know, it's just like that check-in and um, yeah, I think that's something that both you and I shared. Like, I, I think I shared with you a little bit, like the past few months had been way more of an internal, like, Hey, you're being like, I'm being called to do some deeper work and my healing path and like in my space. And now I feel like now I'm able to with integrity and embodiment, bring that forward. And sometimes we do have these more internal seasons, especially if we've been on the entrepreneur path for a while or self-development healing path, whatever you want to call it, it's kind of all intermixed. Um that it's yeah, giving yourself the permission to have that spaciousness, I feel like, to really go deeper and really have that space where we're not pressured to show up for the, the trainings, the space holding 24 seven. And um, yeah, that's been something that's changed drastically for me over time. Cause it used to be like, no, like stay consistent with all this. And it's like, I just, I mean, basically all my belief systems have been just like crashing and burning to the floor (laughs) over (laughs) the last like year plus. Um, So it's consciously moving with that and staying in integrity the whole time and knowing that that is alignment, you know? Right.
1: Right. Welcome to the spiritual awakening.
0: <laughs> oh my God. crash and
1: burn comes before the awakening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Always. It's like a few iterations of this, you know, I've been through a few versions of this. Um, but yeah, I would love, I usually don't, as you can see in the beginning of the podcast, we haven't even dropped into that, but I would love you to share a little bit about what you do um, just to give the listeners some context. I hate kind of going on being like, what do you do right away? It feels very like, <laughs> but it's also, yeah. let's give some context to some of the magic you do serve. And then we can kind of drop into another conversation. So yeah, I would love you to oh. share what you'd like to about yourself. And um, I'm just so excited that you're here. <laughs>
1: yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So like you said, um, I'm a Colorado native, born and raised, which is actually a very dying breed at this point. Everybody wants to be here. So <laughs> um True. and I'm a somatic practitioner, which, you know, a couple of years ago I would have said, Oh, like I'm a yoga teacher. And that was really kind of like my, my core foundation. Um, but since then, over the last couple of years, I've really expanded and grown into so many different modalities. And so somatic practitioner is really kind of, I feel like what sums up a lot of what I do. Um with, you know, embodiment and, uh, yoga and somatics all kind of as being like the core foundation of the inspiration. Um, I'm really passionate about nervous system regulation. I think that in the, you know, the trauma world in the, uh, spiritual realm it's it's kind of becoming a little bit more of a topic to discuss right it's like oh i have to create a relationship with this part of my body that's not been you know regulated before and when we start to almost look at it as um a relationship right it's like well what what's the current way i'm showing up and and what's these other ways that i can be and and regulate and um just come back into this stillness um and so I'm really passionate about helping people find safety in their body through nervous system regulation, um, using the different modalities, uh, that I offer breath work, yoga, mentorship, um, sound healing Reiki. <laughs> so I dabble in a lot of things and that's really kind of my mission is to help people just come back into themselves at the pace that they're ready for, you know, we meet people on their journey and in different parts of that journey. And so sometimes, you know, where you meet someone is a different place than where you meet somebody else. And so uh, I've really just been kind of building up my toolbox of things to have that ability, um, as a trauma aware somatic practitioner to kind of see, okay, where are we starting? Where do we want to go? <laughs> What's coming up? You know, um, so, yeah.
0: Amazing. And yeah, everything you're saying, I'm like, yep, yep. Like resonating landing and it's such important work. And yeah, the nervous system is, it's like, it is a relationship. It's, it's something to work with and, you know, coming from someone and I would be curious, I'm going to ask a little bit more into your journey with that. Cause I always get curious to hear people's story and journey. Um, yeah. Like having zero conscious awareness, me in the past, and then having that be the main thing that's the relationship that I'm moving with my energy and moving through my days with like that regulation is so essential. And I think another thing I wanted to highlight that you said is that um, yeah, everyone's at a different place. Like this is a journey. It's not like, a, Oh, I got the nervous system regulation down. I have the trauma stuff figured out and taken care of. It's um, it's an ongoing journey. I'm still in my process, you know, like it's taken so many iterations and there's so much growth to be had so it's beautiful to yeah hear your little bag of all your you know like you can collect so many tools and so much lived experience when you're moving through that journey and it's so vast yet it's so it can be so simple in the the very moment um and it's meeting the person where they're they're truly at um because it is such a it's a lifetime journey you know that you're taking with this as you move through your different variables and experiences so I love that you're doing that work and I would be curious to hear of, yeah, how you, how you kind of got into that field, how you got into the work and kind of where you were at before and taking us a little bit into your journey if you're open to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I graduated college with a degree in biology mm-hmm. and at that time I was sort of thinking marine biology, got out of college, kind of started chasing that dream of marine biology still was sort of this idea of like being all over the place. I loved so much about science and so much about biology that I could have done anything with it and I would have been really happy, <laughs> you know, but coming out of school with an undergrad in biology with not like a master's or something, it kind of limits you a little bit. Like you work so hard for that degree. And then unless you keep going, it's a little bit hard to, to go into that. Um, and so I, in 2016, Um, I took a trip around the world in a backpack. I went to eight different countries, literally made this big loop. It was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. It was post-college. It was just sort of like this gap year after college (laughs) gap year. Um, and I came home and three months later, my mom passed away very suddenly. And so I went from this very amazing, freeing, open, uh, year, beginning of the year to like yeah. everything crashing down in just a second, you know? Um Well, when I was on that trip traveling, I spent a lot of time in Southeast Asia and had tried to seek out as much yoga as I could there. So when I came back and this experience happened, um, I was young. I was 23. So I didn't know like I should get support or have a therapist. <laughs> Like I wasn't at that point in the process
0: happens and let's continue.
1: Right. It's like, you know, when you're in your young twenties, like you just, yeah. Yeah. And then something like that happens, like you just don't even know where to start, you know? Um, but what I did start with was the ability to go to yoga. Right. I was like, well, that stuff that I was doing overseas really seemed to help. So, you know, I can afford a $15 yoga class. Like, let's start there. So I really noticed that um, that that really helped me. And so what brought me into the field of, of yoga space holding is mental health. Um, for me, it was never like I had wanted to change my body or, you know, felt unhappy with, with my body. It was very much mental health focused. Right, um, right. And so after that happened and I, I started taking those classes, it was just this like no brainer. Like I'm going to yoga school, you know, that's what I'm going to do next. And, um, even then, like I got through with that and was just sort of like, you know, I had started my business at that point, like straight out of, of yoga teacher training called Wander Lotus uh, which was really off of the word wanderlust, you know, because um, yeah. whatever I was going to do was going to be like wanderish and travel and expansive and, you know, at the time. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it just became my mission from that point on to like the world needed to know about this. The world needed to know that you can heal yourself and that you can transform wherever you are in your life. And you can come out of the other side and find the light on the tunnel. Mm
0: -hmm. And I wanted
1: to be somebody that helped open up those resources for others.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, just so much that you're saying. I'm just like, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just how wild it is how our journeys just unfold. That's why I love hearing everyone's stories. And thanks for sharing that with us of just yeah, I mean, because that's a big life event to happen at younger 20s. You know, mm-hmm. I think like a lot of us in the practitioner space, space holding, whatever you want to call it, yeah, we we've had some shit happen to us. Like and not just shit, like big shit. Right. <laughs> and it gets us yeah. on this path. But it there's um a drop in of like that deep knowing and um, of course, you know, like you had, you know, you even said the travel year before and kind of drop into yoga. It's funny because my path kind of started with like sprinkles of yoga too, where I was like, what's going on in this? And I was going through a really tough time at that period. And I was like, there's something here. And then like everything crashed and burned with like several things that happened. And I went to my yoga teacher training in Bali, like the cliche thing, but it was true to me. It was an alignment and, um, and then like the path continues to unfold. I feel like a lot of people have that, like yoga in, you know, it's like yes. <laughs> the first little and it's like, you're in a yoga class or you have some yoga experience and you're like, what's in this? Because I'm feeling so much better than I've ever felt,
1: you know? Um, totally. I mean, you know, yoga teacher training is transformational for every single person You know, I think it should just be like a lifestyle training at this point. Like, I think everybody should do it, you know?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I didn't even go in for like the yoga teacher certification. It was, it was a mental health thing as well. It was just there's something here in this. And Mm -hmm. I'm at a place in my life where like, I I don't want to even use the word need, but I really felt like needed something. Like, it was like, I can't keep doing this and I need to go deeper into something that's going to, I'm open. Like you, you reach a place where you're just open because of your mental health, your and not even, I'm sure like there was a lot of levels and layers of health, right? Like, especially with having your mom pass away, like that's in talking about nervous system regulation work. I mean, that's just going to impact like that trauma is happening in the body, you know, like somatically you're experiencing so much when something so big happens in your life. So I'm like looking at you today and I'm just like, yeah, like, of course you landed here.
1: You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting too because, you know, you lose your mom and and then your mom, like maternal, is the co-regulator. It is the co-regulator of your entire life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, a huge nervous system disruption. And I think what was really interesting from that experience was um I was an only child. And so I spent about the first year and a half after that going, you know, doing the legalities of all the things of what you have to do when when somebody passes. So it was about a year and a half later before I could even start processing any of it. It was like the last China cabinet made it off of the Penske. And I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> and then, and then it just blasted me. Like it just hit me so hard. I had the biggest identity crisis, um, went into a major, major depression, which was honestly very scary. Um, and that's what made me just come from that and be like, okay like this, there has to be some type of resource and help for people that experience this. Because when you're out of it, you can kind of see objectively, but when you're inside of it, it is so hard. Um, And so ironically, what kind of came through after losing my mom was really this healing that needed to be done with people that were still in my family that were still alive. Right. So it's, it's funny how you think one thing is you're gonna dive into the the relationship with Mom but it's like, oh no no this is actually going to highlight all the other relationships <laughs> that are currently still happening <laughs> that needs a whole lot
0: bigger of a, a a scenario going on yeah 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 right right it's the doorway
1: right yep. and that's that's what happens a lot of times is like our trauma is our biggest doorway yep. and that that doorway kind of takes us into the dark for a minute but if we can really alchemize and transform, what's happening in there, it's our biggest growth, right? It's our it's our greatest blessing at times.
0: Yeah. What I'd be curious to hear more into is yeah, like when you were going through, and I still resonate. I mean, I've had the the dark portals as well. I'm sure a lot of the listeners, there's a lot of entrepreneurs, this is equipped for entrepreneurs, this podcast. People are going to resonate, you know, they're in the field in some sense, shape or form on missions. And um when that happened with your mom, and I love what you said about the nervous system. Like that is like the mother figure. Um, I didn't have a mom pass, but I've had a really challenging relationship with my mom. Really? Like, we haven't been on speaking terms for a while now. Wow. You know, we had a little chunk where we tried It's been very back and forth. And I resonate with what you're saying about that being the big regulator, you know, and when that's not present or when that's very dysfunctional and chaotic, like that can do a lot to our nervous system. And I'd be curious if, yeah, like a little bit more into what you were experiencing nervous system wise during that time when you kind of went into like the depression and you, I know you said you didn't really kind of dive into stuff for the whole first year, just yeah, how that was for you. So listeners, maybe if they're in that right now, they're like, they can resonate with what you're saying.
1: Right. Yeah. I would say that first year and a half where I couldn't, you know, I wasn't facing, The processing was definitely a lot of like numbing right um dissociation things like that uh just wasn't ready to (laughs) to come towards that work
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and then when i kind of started slipping into that portal that dark portal um just you know the very classic like you know couldn't get off the couch like take a walk around the block. God, I couldn't even do that. (laughs) Just, just not a whole lot of movement. I mean, it really was like a freeze state, you know, you really just are like in this stuck space and the mind is circling and the body doesn't want to move. And, you know, talking about seasons, right. Like we tend to kind of slip into these phases more so in winter when, naturally our bodies can't move anyway, right? It's like, why would I just go take a walk outside to be cold, <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, very frozen, frozen state. And kind of just, like I said, it was like an identity crisis. I just lost my guide, you know? I mean, and and I guess I didn't realize how much um, – my mom was that for me. I mean, we, we had a really decent relationship, but that didn't come easy. We had lots of hard ups and downs earlier in life. Um, so yeah, just, I had to recreate, I had to start from scratch. Like, who am I, you know, how do I want to be, um, who's going to show up here? and save me, which you know, obviously we all know it's 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 yourself. <laughs> At that time it's not I always so fun that person. <laughs> I had to create the person that was gonna save me. So yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing and just yeah I'm sure this is resonating with certain people or just like in their own version, right? And what was kind of that like moment where because I know you mentioned the identity crisis and like being in that state where yeah, you just like weren't moving much, just like you were kind of in that disassociate. You weren't ready to go there. What was the turning point? Did something specific happen or was there like an opening to an opportunity or a door or a person or something that came into your field? I would be curious to yeah hear if there was. Maybe there wasn't.
1: So I had to shed. I had to shed. I was um, in a relationship that wasn't aligned. I was doing a type of work that wasn't aligned. Like I was in survival mode, you know, at that point. And, uh, I had to let that all go. So I exited the relationship, made changes at work. I ended up living alone, which I had lived alone before in my life, but this was a different type. It was like, oh, I'm like
0: really alone, you know? Um, crazy too when you have those moments like of really being alone like it's like I've had it for different iterations but like it's like you really learn what it means to like have your fucking back and have yourself and hold yourself and what's coming through and this is resonant for me in a different sense but like really become your own mother like you learn you have to learn how to fully become the mother for yourself when that's not present. And like, you didn't physically have her present here in the 3D. I have a, a mom physically here in the 3D, but like for majority of my life, I would say if she was, it was very chaotic or like I've had very long stretches and periods where she wasn't present. So I can resonate of like that phase of being alone, shedding relationships or whatever it is in these death portals that we do go through and identity crises and things. You learn how to have your fucking back and you learn, you have to learn how to mother yourself if you don't have that present. and. Even if it's present, it's not always perfect, right? Like we're human beings and we have parents and they're not perfect, they're human. And we have whatever soul contracts with that and whatever our soul chose to come into this world as with the set of parents. And there's gonna be aspects of, yeah, the amount of mothering that you have to learn how to do for yourself. And especially at a young age, It's a lot. It's a fucking lot of responsibility. Learn how to mother yourself, especially when maybe you didn't have that example or it like happened like for you at younger twenties, when you're just kind of (laughs) like figuring out life and how the world even fucking works or finding your sense of self, you know? Totally.
1: Yeah. No, you totally nailed it. It's, it's the remothering, right? It's the learning how to do it on your own. And, and also just kind of mirroring what you're saying is, you know, we can feel loss and that can look different for each of us, right? Like my mother, passes your mother isn't present like it's the, those pains that we live with they all look different to the person you're walking down seeing on the street but like it's still the wound right and so it's finding that compassion for those people in our life being like hey your your pain looks a little bit different than my pain but like we're still we feel like where we can acknowledge that pain you know um.
0: yeah how how was that process of like really being fucking like alone what you maybe felt for the first time um and that mothering process uh how was that for you
1: you know I remember one of the first things now at this point I did have a therapist I remember one of the first things I was telling my therapist was I was scared I was like scared to sleep alone in my house at night (laughs) not like not like my mom would have been there anyways but like I was, I was just, I, it really magnified for me all the fear that I had, you know, and like I said, I had lived alone before, but for some reason, um, yeah, I was just really in a place of, I had to rebuild from the ground up. Uh, and so I remember I, I lived alone for about a year at that time. Um, and I had to pay mortgage by myself. I just bought my house. And so then I kind of started, you know, I almost went into this series of burnout because I was like, well, I have to work so much to pay the bills because now I'm alone because I exited from all these other things that I did. Um, and, you know, I think we also too can kind of dive into our work as a way of numbing, right? Like, and, and so when I work with with clients who are in burnout, I'm like, so what's underneath that, right? It's always what's underneath it.
0: And I want the listener, I want you to sit with that for a moment, especially because I call a lot of high achievers into the space. This is who I work with because this was my old archetype. Um yeah, because we can and it 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 slips in the entrepreneur space too, sometimes, because we can get very like it's, it's, it's an interesting balance too, because we can be very mission driven. Like you have a big soul purpose here. I have a big soul purpose here. Listeners have big soul purposes here. This is why we're in this work. You know, it's like, it's like, yeah, of course we're doing this. And it can feel so big at times that, um, it can be easy to protect that almost and be like, well, I'm, this is what I'm meant here to do. And it's like, yes. And, And what's deeper there, because it is a process of escapism and numbing. And that can look different in different ways. I've done it with alcohol. I've done it with drugs. I've done it with, oh, definitely work. I was a hardcore workaholic. Um, I've done it with partying. I've I've done it with disassociation. (laughs) I've had the whole shebang of like what it was. And then I realized I actually had to go through and in that took a while. And just like you said, like, I think there's points of our journey where like, yeah, we might not be ready. It's having the discernment of like, okay, like your path is unfolding, but then you, you know, you know, the moment, even if you're not ready, we're never fully ready that like, okay, this, you got the therapist, right? You've had different doorways and things. So yeah, I, I, that's my little side rant on that because I want entrepreneurs to really tune into that because that is, it can be a very, I, I see it. I see it here very mission driven. And it's like, Ooh, there's something there. And yes, you can still be very mission driven. So you can continue what you were saying. I just felt that nugget was like such a mic drop moment. I'm like, we have to talk about it.
1: (laughs) Totally. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, and it's interesting because there was a burnout episode at that time. Right. And then since then, um, you know, started my business, transmuted all this pain and alchemized and, and put it into my sole purpose as to what is now Wander Lotus. Um, and in my business, I burnt out twice, right? Um, and this was, it's been a couple of years now, maybe not even that long, right? It's, it, it's really, it was in the last couple of years that I burned out, um, and really had to sit with that, right? It was, and, and it's coming back into that like masculine, feminine way of how are you running your business, right? It's also that, um, like, are you bypassing? Right. Uh, I remember I walked into my acupuncturist who I just love her. Uh, she <laughs> I'm doing acupuncture, I'm doing chiropractic, I'm doing therapy, I'm going to the gym, I'm doing yoga, I'm sitting, I'm like burning myself out trying to heal, right? This is like this also happens, right?
0: <laughs> oh my god, yes, you're like all the gold here. Keep going, keep going. Right, it's like Because you're
1: like when you're in burnout mode, you're gonna burn out doing whatever you're trying to do, right? Are you trying to build your business? Are you trying to heal? Are you trying like whatever it is you're doing? Are you student, right? Like if you aren't actually addressing the what's under the burnout, you're gonna burn out in everything. So I look at her and I'm like, I am doing all of this. Why am I still not okay? And she goes, Lindsay, you're not implementing. You're you're taking it in, you're doing the thing. She's like, you can walk into anybody for an hour. We can do this or that. And if you walk out and you don't actually implement that into your life, then what do you then then you're not getting anything from the work you're putting in? And what I took from that, and what is a big part of what is my message to my my current students and clients and people is it's finding micro moments of taking space. When somebody comes into my yoga class and then they leave and they're like, oh my God, you're amazing. This was an amazing class. It's like, actually, you just gave yourself 60 minutes. You gave yourself permission for 60 minutes to turn off. Well, that's the same thing that happens when you walk into the chiropractor, right? You, you get to turn off because you're doing what you're doing. You go walk into the acupuncture, you do it, you turn off. Well, if you don't figure out how to implement turning off, on your own time, right? If you're a, if you're a type A, if you're a burning out, put it in your calendar, right? Like, but you have to implement micro moments of space, of creating actual space because the healing journey and the things that you're going to do and, and all those modalities, they're holding a space for you, which then you in turn aren't holding for yourself, which isn't allowing you to actually implement. Mm -hmm. the space
0: (laughs) that right there. Like, this is the juicy. We're getting into the juice here. Like this is, this is such a big, uh, conversation, something I'm so passionate about too. And I think, you know, on this healing path, whatever it looks like, like, I'm sure so many people can resonate. I've been in the space too, where I was like doing all the things. And I I just had a client session today and, you know, something we dropped into, he was like, I feel like I need to put my foot more on the gas. And I was like, okay, we need to go deeper into this because there's, there's something there which we, we saw. And, you know, we went into that and then it shifted everything. And it's, we really got to look there because a lot of high achievers, a lot of mission driven, especially like when we have the anxiety, the fears, the, whatever the fuck it is coming up, that's uncomfortable. I think the instinct can be to push on the gas more. I mean, that's not my go-to anymore because I've unconditioned and understood, read deconstructed this essentially of my way of being, but oh my God, for my whole life, it was like, put on the gas. Let's actually go more when really the medicine is the opposite. The medicine is actually okay. And I tell clients I work with too. I'm like, listen, yeah, you have a lot in your fucking toolbox now. You know, we've been diving into a lot. You have a lot of things there and they usually come with a lot of things there. So We can have all the things, but like you said, if we're not actually utilizing them for in a beneficial way, and what I mean by that, having the spaciousness to actually drop into the benefits of the tool and also providing the spaciousness, like not doing to do, but like doing to receive and having space to integrate, like that word integration, it's been something I've been passionate about since yoga teacher training. It really like hit me hard because I realized I didn't even ever have integration and then like the deepening of that because I think in the healing world you know we can get so into grabbing at the things I talked about this in my story this week grabbing all the things doing all the things and it's like trying to get an end and it's like we're missing the whole point and we're not actually receiving the embodiment and the embodiment is going to come through integration the, the benefits of actually feeling the way that we want to feel the reason we go into this work comes through the space and that's exactly what you said you know so it's just like Yeah, there's so much there (laughs) in what you said. So thank you for sharing that, and it's just so important.
1: Yes, yes, I have so many thoughts right now, and I hope that I'm gonna (laughs) get them into a a funnel here. That's gonna make sense. So hopefully, it's not. It will. It will just speak it in. Yeah. Um, gosh, where do I want to start with that? Um, I know and I have. So first of all, there's this what was that?
0: No, no, keep going. And I have a question for you, but we're going to go there after this. Because... Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let me just hit on this and then yeah. we'll direct there. Um. You know, when I was in a burnout episode in my business,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's almost like you burn out more because you're like, okay, well, I'm not, you know, this, this event isn't full, this class is Well, whatever it is that you're offering, right? Like it's not, it's not full. And then you're in burnout and you're trying harder because you need to fill it more, but the energetics behind what you're doing is literally just scaring anybody off where they're like, well, it's you know, I like up. what you're offering, but <laughs> you look like you're burnt out. So why would I want to do your offer? You, you know, like
0: you're actually um, on drugs. I mean, I look like I'm on drugs naturally anyways, cause I'm just fucking weird. But like, I mean, like actually it's like, what the fuck's going on energetically there? This is the thing. It's like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like it's all in the energetics, right? And so, as soon as I get this feedback of like you need to integrate and implement what you're doing, um I started just finding these micro moments of space, right? And said, you know, maybe I need 30 minutes in between sessions instead of just like back-to-back calls, right? It's just these minor little things we can do to make a slight small change in what our, you know, what we bring into our capacity. And all of a sudden, as soon as I stopped doing and just started living my and walking my talk, all of a sudden, like now things are just magnetized to me, right? It's like my classes, my events, everything's just full without even doing a whole lot because my energetics are in a healthy space. And I think this comes back to when we're talking that sense of space holders, other entrepreneurs, alignment is alignment between your your thoughts, your actions, how you show up, right? Your words. And so, you know, your, your consumer or your client is, they see you, right? They want to get into that, but then they come into your world and they go, whoa, their nervous system is able to pick up that there's something just slightly out of alignment with you, right? And that's what brings us back to this, like, just set it down, do less, like, get yourself into an aligned space so that you can bring that same sense of safety to your people because their nervous system is going to feel if you're not in that space, right? So it's, it's energetics, hundred percent.
0: Like, yeah, this is why we're having this conversation. I'm like resonant, 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 walk the opposite side of that path on the other side of that path. Like heard <laughs> and like, let this sink in. And this is going to be, uh, maybe like a wisdom bomb for someone or like a breakthrough for someone or someone just resonating or someone like, well, I don't know, but then they're going to think later down the road and they will be like, holy shit. I remember listening to that podcast. And yeah, this is what's happening right now. And I think something I want to, um, touch on, of yeah. Like that alignment, because there's so many different types of alignment, right? Like alignment with your soul mission. People might think like, Hey, I'm in alignment. Cause I'm doing the work I'm meant here to, to do, you know, or like, it's my sole mission, but the alignment in the energetics is I would argue even more important than that. (laughs) It's like, if that's not in place, we're not in place, then we can't actually uh, that falls back to what you were saying of walking the walk. I think we can, you know, we learn something and we can get uh, yeah, major transformation from it and it's beautiful. And if we don't maintain and evolve that, it's like, what are we doing? That's how we actually evolve our service from a very full place, a very whole place, a very aligned place. And that is the energetics. It's really soaking in the, the depth of that process so that you're you're really living it in and embodied it. Because otherwise it's like, why are we why would you be serving it? You're like, yeah, because you got some quick hits early on and a transformation, but then you're out of whack with it while you're doing it while you're growing and expanding your capacity in your business or life or whatever it is and making sure that you're really happy is what's coming through, you know, like, how are you feeling? Like, yes, it's great to be a space holder, but it all falls down to really that alignment with self and then bringing that to others. And I just love that you brought that up. And that's like in, in your experience and you've, you know, gone through your journey with it. And I've gone through mine because I think it's just, it's just such an important message. It's like really the basis of why we're doing what we do. Um, and if that's out of way, we have to really like look at that. And that can be really uncomfortable to get really honest with yourself. And because I've had to do that. Like be like, ooh, there's something bigger going on here, you know. And even if that looks like, like I told you in the beginning of the podcast, I had to take space the last three months. And it wasn't, it was burnout in a different way than I've experienced. I've, I've gotten burnout from like the workaholic Self, And then, you know, I was in my flow state work and that complete, I mean, that was helping people to completely get out of that and expand their capacity. And then it was burnout in, um, yeah, an emotional sense, a spiritual sense. Uh, it was a whole different type of burnout than I've ever experienced. And I actually didn't have awareness that, that that was what was happening. But it was because I was really being called. I was like beating against a wall. I was really being called to create safety and stability and freedom fully in myself. And you know, that goes into like trauma work and stuff. And like there was a lot that was there. And that's the question I was gonna kind of ask you of like, um, what, what did you find that was kind of under that, you know, you were diving really deep into work? And like, it, that might be a very loaded question. And like, obviously, there's a <laughs> lot there because I, I know mine is very it's not like this one thing. It's like, it, it, there was so much ancestral trauma and, and things to dive way deeper into that, you know, I was being called to look at, but I mean, if you want to share just maybe the essence or like some undercurrent of that without having to go into every little bit in peace, just so people can maybe be like, well, what do they, what do you mean there's something under there? And like using trauma is more of like a buzzword, you know, like of like, Oh, what, what does that mean that I'm, there's some, right. The right. There.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is a deep, big question. I, um,
0: <laughs> I, like, I don't, I was like, I don't even know. It's, it might overwhelm her to answer, but just, I'm curious what comes through for you around. Yeah.
1: That. What was under that, you know, layers, layers of things. I would say it came through first in physical health. Right. Um, I was frustrated. I was doing all these modalities appealing. I was frustrated because I wasn't getting the results in working through a health issue that I was having at the time that I needed. And, you know, so you're sitting there, you're chipping away at, at the health, right. Forgetting that it's, it's still, it's the next layer down. Right? <laughs> it's not that layer. Um, and, you know, just started diving into inner child work, womb healing. Uh, there was a lot sitting underneath there, um, you know, with, with mom, with grandma. Um, and just things and, and habits, ways of living that I had taken bits and pieces of that weren't things I wanted to hold on to. Um, my, my grandmother was actually a hoarder and my mom wasn't too much, but we had more stuff than we needed. And so when she passed, I inherit all the things, right? It's like, now all I have the all
0: the knickknacks, right? I have, I have 80 <laughs> gnomes. I'm thinking of like 80 gnomes, like on a shelf, but obviously maybe that's not the case, you know, who knows what it was, but I'm like thinking, yeah, it's funny. I'm like an attic with all the things. Like, this is what I think of with like hoarders. you know?
1: Right, right. Well, and it's, you know, my my grandma got breast cancer when I was, I think, 13. And we flew back to Michigan every other weekend to, like, clean these houses out. Because by the time my mom got in there, we were like, whoa, you know, this is, like, way, way more than we thought. And, um, you know, of course, then, like, my mom ends up taking some things home. Um, and like I said, it wasn't – I didn't grow up in a house where I was like, this is, you know, <laughs> uh, not not good. It was, it was definitely normal. But it was just like we had – too much stuff, you know um and so really there was this sense of unbecoming in some ways. it was just it wasn't that I didn't have enough right it was that I had to like I had been given too much and I didn't want all of that and I had to get rid of those things. Mm-hmm. so there' was an element of like mother maternal healing that ha- needed to happen yeah. and then there was this element of like paternal side healing right? A lot of like old childhood uh, things that came through that were just like scarcity mindset or lack mindset or be scared of the world mindset, right? Because like dads are protective and I'm little, I'm the little, you know, only daughter to my dad. And so, you know, it was very much like the world is scary and walk on this side of the road to avoid getting abducted and just things where, you know, you get out, you go travel in a backpack in the world for six months And you get out there and you're like, wow, like the world is actually, there's a whole other thing out here and you don't actually have to actually live that scared. Um, We go through these phases, right? Like I went traveling and then I came home and had this huge down and then got scared again. Like I became scared of the world again somehow because all that stuff underneath starts to surface up again. So yeah, like what was under The burnout was this inability to face the actual shit that was coming up,
0: and it's so interesting here. Thank you for sharing that. Like, I feel like personal experience—that's what I love hearing on these podcasts because it makes it so like tangible for people to understand. And what I find interesting, and I, I mean, it sounds like you had this experience too, and and this is like a part of the journey. I feel like you know we go in and you know, I, I speak even into like the container that I'm offering right now. And it's like, yeah, like deeper healing work. And it's because it wasn't like, I wasn't on a path. You weren't not on a path. Like you were already doing things, right. You had tools, you were doing healing and I think we go on, we're, as we're on this evolution as an entrepreneur, because I believe, and maybe this, I don't know if you share this belief that I feel like simultaneously, like we're evolving as an entrepreneur and we're evolving in our healing. Like they go hand in hand to continue. And this is something I obviously didn't know signing up for this journey. I had no idea. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I did the yoga teacher training, started the business, like changed my life. And, and then I was like, whoa, yeah, there's a, like, this has to go simultaneously with each other. Um, And if we're not doing one then we experience this major off balance or the shit comes up and we're like, what's going on <laughs> in whatever form that looks like for you, you know, and I've, I've been in that space, too. And I think then we reach points in our journey when we're, we're ready to go there. You know, sometimes maybe I probably wasn't ready to go into some of the things that I've been going in over the last year, but you realize that there's actually much deeper levels of healing that needs to happen. And this is like more of that deeper ancestral, like really clear in the gunk. Like, and I don't even know if like, gunk, whatever you want to use. It's like, it's deep in the cells of our body. You know, it's um because <laughs> we can understand things conceptually, right? Be like, oh, scarcity mindset. Like I've done money mindset work, right? Like in business programs and things, but yet there was a deep program of scarcity lack that made no sense to my logical mind that was actually shifting a lot of things but there it was living in my body because it was ancestral and because this has been passed on through I I watched this stuff you know but it was too scared to go there not ready to go there or thinking I was going there but there's like what I'm hearing from your journey too it's like you know if you'll be on this path for some years or time or time's kind of irrelevant it depends where you're at on that and then it's like oh (laughs) You reach that other layer of understanding, okay, this is the stuff I've consciously or subconsciously have been avoiding. And you realize like, all right, you have a choice. And I, I feel like you actually don't have a choice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I, I say you have a choice. You you do, but all these people on these big missions, I, I didn't feel I had a choice. It was like, you, like it was
1: like okay. I think you know? I think where the choice is is yeah. how you share that messaging with those around you, right? Because, and this kind of segues into the whole like spiritual bypassing, right? Like you, you do the work and then you start the business and then you do the work again and then, oh crap, the work got really big and now my shadow's coming out, but I don't want the people that I'm working with to know that because they can't see that. But this is exactly what's supposed to be happening. This is exactly what I'm supposed to be sharing, but I don't, I don't want somebody to see that part of me, right? And then we segue into somatic parts because it's like Okay, well, if you've done the money mindset work, that's with the intellectual mind, but what's where's the part in the body that's holding that? Right. So, so it's like thematic parts with the spiritual container, right? Or or the the entrepreneurial mindset. And then don't be scared to show that. I think I posted this thing yesterday that was like, it's actually of service to show people your process.
0: Oh God, like
1: something like that, you know?
0: glad I call people in that think like this in the entrepreneur space, because like, if I could have like a slogan, like my entrepreneur bumper sticker right now, yes, I have to count on my fingers. I'm like looking with them. my am fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> is like, bring the humanness into the entrepreneur space. Bring the humanness. Like yes. we are not meant, like when I'm even, I, even in my client session today, I was sharing something. I'm like, yeah, you're you're mirroring something I just had in one of my own sessions three days ago. And like, of course, different parts of our journey in different ways and stuff. But I'm like, I'm not surprised. We all know as entrepreneurs, our clients are half the time nearing us in some way, shape or form from something very relevant and present or something that happened, you know, a few months ago type thing or a few years ago. Like it's, yeah, like we're we're having processes and it's beautiful. Right. And there's There's so much to what that actually means. So I love that you're for it too. And I love that you shared that because I want more people speaking this into existence. This is so important.
1: It is beautiful. And it's important to let the people that you're working with see that, right? Like that's vulnerability. That's creating deep relationships. If you have this face on you that's like, I'm your guide and I need to show up this way, you know? And I feel like there was a part in my journey early on in my business um, where I had to break a lot of just limiting mindsets in, oh, yeah. in so many ways. And I think that this truly was one of them, you know. Um, there was a period of time where like I didn't want to cuss. And you know, it was interesting because I had just done some trauma aware training, and then I actually it kind of like put me into the shell because I was like, well, I don't want to trigger anybody and now I wanna like I have to act within this container so that I don't trigger anybody. And it was in like early 2023 that I came out and was like, all right, like if you're if you're in a community class, I don't know you well, right? Like I'm gonna meet you at the I'm aware of of what where you're at place. But if you actually come into my community and we start working together, like I'm gonna take you into the next step, right? Because because for, there's this moment of time where we can kind of sit and be aware and say, okay, like I need to honor where this person is coming into their journey. But if we're in that journey long enough where it's like, all right, I'm going to test you a little bit, right? Like, because it is in relationship. It is in in the darkness. It is in the trigger. That's that's where the growth is.
0: It's so true. And I mean, I mean, to be like totally honest and vulnerable right now in this moment, because I always am on this podcast, like... I was going through my recent initiation of that coming back into the space more, not that I've been at my, I've been very present on my podcast this whole time, but I like kind of took a pretty big space from the entrepreneur space and, um, or like the online space, like in terms of like posting as much as I used to. Right. Cause I was like, I, I really wanted to honor my work and go very deep into what I was doing. So I was actually receiving what I was looking to receive because I'm the most important to to receive that before actually giving that out. And that's very important to me. And I'm like, this is my life. And I actually want, it's not like I'm going to create stability, safety, freedom, which is what I work with now because I want to create, it's like, no, it's because I actually deeply want to experience that. And I really want to give that to myself so fully. And then I can bring that forward. But that initiation that I was wanted to share on is going back into the space of, yeah. Like it was almost like, cause I was doing so much work with trauma and healing and stuff. Like I had this, like, it's like regaining my confidence almost back of like being in my power and being okay with being more in my fuller power. And that, that, that essence and energy of power felt completely different from the healing work I was doing. It feel, it's a whole different energy when I'm like, what I mean by that. And when I speak about it and it was like, yeah, I was coming back and being okay with, wow, like being in the sense of power and what I want to share and speak on because it's so true to me being okay with that being triggering you know again like it was kind of like a re-emergence and it was you know I am doing the work on that and stuff and it's it's so interesting right like I feel like I did not there was points in my journey where I wasn't as scared to trigger because I wasn't in as deep of the healing space I was in and then kind of when I went deeper into it it was almost more coming back of like yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. So I just wanted to share that because that was something present for me.
1: Yeah. Thank you for that share. And, you know, I'm in a community of women right now where we're kind of chatting about this whole idea of, you know, that you kind of end up triggering certain people on this path, yeah. because as you keep growing and as your light keeps amplifying, right, and your frequency starts lifting, the people who aren't ready to meet that, they aren't ready. Right. And so, you know, they might cut you off or stop following you or whatever they want to do to eliminate seeing, you know, what crazy thing you're doing now. Um, But that's their work, right? That's their work to be like, why does that girl trigger me? Right? Like, why is there a war on happy people? Like, (laughs) you know, um, because it's like, if your light shines too bright, then, you know, you must just be some spiritual woo woo, you know? (laughs) And
0: it's so true though. And it's so, it's beautiful to look at it in that sense too, because I mean, I always say like my, my greatest prayer is always the greatest, highest, good of all that, like, let it prevail like whatever that looks like that that is the highest intention always it's like my north star prayer i would say and it's what you're saying with you know your light growing as you heal more and you do more of this work and you show up in that um it's knowing that even those triggers that people may have whoever in whatever form that that actually is of the greatest highest good because that's shining light on where they their work is you mm-hmm. know and if you have that understanding of it you know, cause I've been through my periods where I've had people where it's like, Ooh, that's a little triggering, but I'm like, I know to look at it. And I have that compassion and self-awareness to be like, okay, that might be really uncomfortable, but let's go there. That's where my work is, you know, mm-hmm. and depending on where people are at on their journey and where they're willing to meet themselves, most importantly, um, is, is gonna prevail, you know, but I think it's also having just like that high amount of compassion and self-love for yourself that, knowing that that's the prayer of the greatest, highest good and letting that just slide off because it's like, Hey, this, you you know, you know, that this is of the highest good and people are going to meet you in that frequency and respect that and meet you there and celebrate you and be in that with you. And people might come around, like it, they're going to have their process and their journey and everyone's journey is so sacred and beautiful. And it's honoring the fullness of what that means. You know,
1: totally, and it's allowing that person space to set the boundary and say, "No, I'm not ready for this." And it's, it's the other side is is you know, not dimming your light to meet the people that can't be there, right? It's like just keep going, like keep doing your work. Put yourself in rooms with people, be in communities. Um, Put yourself in containers of people who are ahead of you, right? Who who are Living the life that you want to live in, in one way or another, whichever reason you're seeking out, you know, to work with somebody like that. Right. Um, yeah, and the right people will just meet you in that space, you know.
0: I love that message. Mm. So, I kind of want to take a little pivot, um, because this was something that we wanted to chat about, and I feel like it's really important and something you, yeah, originally wanted to chat about, and something that I feel like kind of went on some side riff of something we already chatted about, but it was. Around the conversation of, you know, you said recently you've been, I don't know how recent, maybe this has been for some time, that you've been unconstructing this more rigidness, routineness into more of a ritual. Um, and I want you to share that in your the way that you shared with me, because it was really beautiful. Maybe I didn't want to butcher that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, talk into that topic a little bit, because I think that something, you know, more as you integrate your your feminine and masculine energies... Because both need to be present. Um I, I just I love that conversation that we were kind of starting to birth. So yeah, if you want to yeah. share that, I think that's a, a last nugget we can talk about.
1: Perfect. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, so this kind of piggybacks off of this new offering that I'll be having, which is a a woman's community membership within my Wanderlotus community. And I've taken a lot of my own. Healing journey, my tools, right? The resources I've come across of the last eight years of my life and put them into this container and have really spent the last few years in my business listening to like, what do my people want? What do they need? What are their, what is their, what's their problem, right? Like, what do they want help with? How can I show up of service into helping? And I created this ritual program with the mentality and idea that we're so stuck in this idea of routine, right? It's like, okay, well, I want to make this life change and I want to be more holistic and I want to start doing yoga. It's kind of like a New Year's resolution, right? And so we get into this idea of like, I'm going to open up my planner and I'm going to schedule in these things. And it becomes so rigid and you know, I was just talking to a client last week, you know, and I, and I was kind of trying to set this seed of like, you know, let yourself get off of the routine, like meditate here in the morning for five minutes, there at night for 20, you know, just, just be, do like, what does your body want? Are you checking in? She's like, well, I mean, it needs to be like consistent meditation every day. Right. And I'm like, no, like you have permission. <laughs> like I'm your, I'm a yoga teacher telling you that you don't need to sit here and do yoga for this many minutes a day at this same time to have a better life, right? And so I really started constructing this community from the sense of ditch routine, ditch the societal mold of what routines need to look like and step into a life that is filled with ritual, right? Step into a life that is filled with living in alignment to the seasons living in alignment to the moon living in alignment to where you are in your body in the cycle in the season um and tapping into those polarities masculine and feminine and and asking right and then the somatic work behind that that's like okay well how can you kind of just step back from this you know expected thing that you're going to do to be more holistic and healthy? And how can you pull back and just say, well, what does my body need right now? Right. Instead of, I said I was going to do this and I'm on this 30 day challenge, right? Like that is the masculine way that's masculine, but we need to pull back into this feminine form. Um, and so really for me, it's like, all right, you know, how do you connect to yourself? A, how do you embody? How do you come down from earth? How do you pull from, you know, fight, freeze, wherever you're at? Like, how do we get to now, right? Come into the authentic self. And then how do we connect to our earth? Because we are animals and beings of nature. And, you know, we need to know what it means to live in alignment with the seed seasons. Ayurveda, you know, herbalism. How can we sustainably live with the plants being presented to us with the way that the stars are aligning with however that's showing up and then how can we transmute that self work and that pulling in of a greater connection to earth and then go back into relationship with this different foundation so that we can show up in service to the ones that we love and the relationships that we want to have and the partnerships and the love with a different groundwork with this different level of you know whatever it is that that is important within that relationship you know and rituals can even come in relationships right i mean it's sort of like what does your family do for the holidays? And it's like, we kind of get into these things, right? But I mean, essentially holidays are a very ritualistic time, right? It's kind of these yearly things we do to celebrate, but how can you pull ritual into your life, into your love, into yourself, into the earth in a much more um, dynamic way?
0: I love everything you're saying right now. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Like, it's, it's funny. It's almost like a transmission. It's almost like, I don't need to understand actually the words that you're even saying, like I, I'm picking up on them, but it's like <laughs> the transmission of the essence of like what you're actually talking about. It's like my body received that and my mind didn't even need to be on to like, even intellectually get a piece of it. It was just like, uh-huh. <laughs> so yes. I had to share that piece, talk about somatic. Um, Yay. <laughs> and yeah, it's something that I 120 million percent agree with because I think you know this was like more in my flow state work that I worked with this, and it was, um, you know, it, it seems we need structure to it, we need the masculine in some container sense, right? We need we, otherwise, it's just like blah, blah, blah like you know, the feminine just flows all over the place, and then we're like, why are we tired, or why do we absolutely, okay? you know, so it really is that combination, and, and the term I like using for it. And I don't even know if I resonated with as much anymore, but it, it's like this term of like flexible structure. It's giving yourself the breathing room to be human and to meet yourself like you're saying where you're at. And it's having a, a container of some sort and standards and accountability to hold yourself too loosely Depending on, and I love all the elements that you're bringing in with like the earth and cycles and nature and all of these things, because that is the essence of what we're moving through as human beings in this lifetime. So it makes perfect sense. Not that a lot of things have to make sense, to be honest, a lot of things don't make logical sense that I go with <laughs> very unconventional, as a lot of us are. And but it does, it, it's like, of course, that makes sense. So I just I love that, and I think. What ends up happening is people have a very unhealthy idea of structure because we live in. I used to be a behavior analyst when I lived in the States. I worked 60 to 80 hours a week, talk about burnout. This is why I was passionate about it. I was in charge of my whole company, leading the entire branch in Austin. It was insane. Um, and I had a very unhealthy view. I was like, yeah, I had tons of structure. So I had a big aversion to structure when I went traveling because then I had a complete one in the opposite and healed, which was actually very challenging to be honest, to go from like that to nothing. Like my whole system didn't know what to do with it. Luckily I had yoga teacher training and started gaining tools, but it was hard. And then I, you know, started training and flow state and all these things. And then I realized, then I got, you know, my routines, like you said, I'm pretty structured. And like, Ooh, this is working. This is helping me become who, who I want to be. And then I'm reaching a whole new And this has been for some time, but even like recently I've been so like, I'm just so much more in my feminine essence. And I think this is the evolution of when you really start accessing that um, feminine energy. If you were really hyper-masculine like me, and I don't know, maybe you were in similar, like where it kind of took a little bit to start integrating that feminine. And um yeah like even my morning routine it was funny we you know we have a static dance on Sundays here and I usually go and I woke up in the morning and I usually do like a little bit of my flow before I go like I to be a human like I can't just like walk straight out the door like something needs to happen um that's like a thing for me personally I tell clients if that's not you like beautiful but that's me and I know that about myself and like before I dove into anything I was like oh what morning and I actually just recently changed like if I do set an alarm I don't like setting them but sometimes I do have to to have that spaciousness um I instead of morning routine that I had on I put morning pleasures because that's what it is. Words are really powerful. as a whole different energy. So I highly recommend if anyone has that. It's like no, these are morning pleasures that I'm experiencing. Mm. Like whole energy to it. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for morning pleasures, you know. <laughs> um, and that. what my morning pleasure was in the in the morning when I woke up for a static dance it was actually like, yeah, I had like sadness come up, and I didn't even have to understand what it was coming from. My mind wanted to make sense of it for a little bit, and I'm like, no, we're not. And I just I had to cry and listen to music for. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and it was so serving. And then I actually felt really good to go to dance. So like, that's how much I've allowed fluidity in these. It's like, yeah, that was a a routine, a container I was maybe in that I created. Like, hey, have this time to to be in that. Um, But I just think it's really beautiful, the elements that you're um, mixing together. And I do think there is a way if people are scared of structure because they had a very unhealthy version, there is a way to then learn structure But then also to really have that fluidity where it's maintainable over time. And this is where a lot of entrepreneurs I know because I've worked with so many clients around this, they struggle because they try, they get something that works and then they fall off because it's not maintainable. And it's like, well, it's not maintainable if we're going to keep rigidity and it looks like this all the time. It's insane to think as we evolve that that is a standard. You know what I mean? So it's really finding Mm -hmm. that way that you can evolve and grow with the structure, you know? So I love that you're bringing that into existence in in a community space too. It's like, Ooh, you know? Yay.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. And I love actually the polarity that I'm seeing come through with this current conversation we're having, um, because you're talking about how it was a very overstructured background for you. Um, and I actually came from the background of no structure, oh no God. routine. I could not get into habits or routines to save my life. And I remember there oh. was this point a few years back where I was like, you know, okay, I'm going to start waking up at seven 30 every day. And then I wouldn't because <laughs> yeah, I'm not a morning it. person.
0: I, I call it, they get the, like the fire start or something that like kicks and sparks it, but they're like, I'm doing this now. And it's like, well, that's yeah. Not yeah.
1: Like the definition <laughs> oh, of a successful person is somebody who wakes up really early in the morning. Right.
0: 5 a.m. Yeah.
1: So and not even five. I'm like, I'm like just shooting for 7 30, you know, because like which was like incrementally early from many, many yeah. different things from my history. Right. Yeah. Um and I remember just fighting myself on this because I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You know, it it happened for one or two mornings and then I'd fall off. And then, you know, and there's a couple layers of this, right? So first of all was that I wasn't living in alignment to my authentic self because I'm not an early morning person. And I just needed to accept the fact that I'm not a morning not to person. The alignment
0: right? piece of the different areas. So many iterations of what alignment is. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And there was this part of me that was like, you know, at that time in my life, I was still drinking.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: so there were some lifestyle habits that I had in my life and and I do I took a period from drinking um last year I took six months off and since then I have rebroad it back in but with new boundaries yeah and yeah, so I- that's felt better and again that's that's balance right but um so yeah, it was like, okay, well, A, I'm not a morning person, but B, like, I'm also kind of sabotaging myself through my lifestyle, you know?
0: Um, yeah, and so, the, yes, this is self-sabotage that likes to come in, you know? Exactly, like, <laughs> right?
1: Like, I'm just going to, I'm going to come up with this new habit routine and I'm not going to change anything about my life. And then I'm going to be really upset that it didn't work out. Um, But I love that we're bringing the different side of the scale here because you were overstructured, right? And so that's what I really want ritual to be is this it's that center, right? It's the Tao, if we were to call it that. It's the middle balance point of like, if you're overstructured, come here. And if you're understructured, come here. And this is a place in the center where we get to meet and realize that like life is a ceremony. I have a lot of clients who, one of the big callings in my, um, my group of people right now is eating like struggling to eat struggling to nourish the self and and ironically this is something that I have also struggled with like I'll skip meals I won't <laughs> eat enough
0: <laughs> what was that the wonderful mirroring that happens with people clients you know, like this is it
1: exactly right right and so for a couple of years they're like help me with eating, help me with food. And I'm over here like, I'm working on this
0: myself, honestly. You 10 steps ahead. ahead And this is why, you know, (laughs) right,
1: right, right. And so part of what's coming into this program in this community is going to be like, okay, if you're not a cook, maybe it kind of sucks to figure out how to make a meal. And especially too, like if you live alone, that kind of makes things even harder because cooking for one is even more hard. But if we can start to pull in a ritual that makes cooking more fun, more unique, right? Like what could that ritual be? Maybe it's burning Palo Santo before you start cooking. Maybe it's turning on a certain type of music to kind of get you into the mood. Or maybe it's when you listen to a podcast. Maybe it's call a friend. I remember when I first started getting into cooking, when I was like, oh, I hate this, I would FaceTime one of my besties from college and it actually kind of like made it fun and enjoyable. And it was like, I just felt like I was just in the kitchen with one of my friends cooking, you know? And just like, what kind of creative things can you do that can somatically tell your body, hey, this is the time where we celebrate nourishing ourselves?
0: I I love that. And I think the energy around ritual just even like I turned my morning routine to morning pleasures, like, uh, you know, like ritual, it's a a completely different energetic to that word. And speaking of how us in alignment with energetics, just even the words we use and how we view it and the energy we put around the doing and how we're being in the doing, this is what I like talking about. It's It's like the whole different energy with ritual. It makes it more of this sacredness and doesn't need to mean like I'm in my you know, yes, I have feathers in my hair. This is me though, you know, but like where you, you have 800 feathers in your hair, like Sarah and you're, you know, putting on your goddess gown and yeah, like, I'm in a dress now, t- like some of these things just aren't me, you know, I'm making fun of myself right now, but like means the rituals need to look like that. Like it's this sacredness, but it, it's having that um, energy of that life is a ceremony. Life is, it brings more enjoyment and pleasure into the daily doings you know? Right.
1: And it's kind of, I like how you said the energetics behind that word. Cause it's really like routine feels like this masculine word, right? It feels like sterile or like,
0: I don't know. I was using routine, honestly, up until just very recently. And I'm, I'm changing so much in my energy late, like just like, it just, it's massive. And it's a lot to recalibrate too. And I've really like worked on this integration process. Cause it's quick when it happens and you're really doing the work, it's like things change and it's beautiful. And it's, recalibrating everything really around you like it's literally gotten to the point where yeah the routine word like it had this like energy where I'm like there's no resonance with that word anymore Mm -hmm. um so I've had to change even the way I'm speaking about things and yes I'm still doing the things and that's evolved and changed but even like the wording around it had to change because it was like there's a dissonance I don't know what it is. Yeah, explain.
1: just an energetic break, really. And, you know, so it's like then you pull in these more feminine words, right, like ritual and pleasures, right? And then all of a sudden now we've created something totally different. And I do like how you said it really does allow something to become more sacred. You know, and if sacredness is kind of a new word for some people, I think that that can be a thing sometimes. They're like, well, what does sacred mean, right? Like what is sacred space? Um, you know, rituals are what help us to really start to define what is sacred, right? What does that mean? It's, it's intentional. It's conscious. It's,
0: it's, it's a feeling. special. The feeling in your body that you get when you're doing whatever it is. Like for me, there's like this heightened level of just like bliss and peace that I feel when I'm, when just the sacredness I feel with life and you know, this comes in the form of what you're going to be bringing in this container. It comes in the form of what I offer in my container of like, you know, really doing the deeper healing work that you're accessing this more sacredness of what's possible within life, you know? And yeah, I think it's what you said. Like, it can be a word, but it's also really getting the experience of what that word means. And if you, you're already in it, there's different layers and levels of it. And there's also, if you're not, like, be open to exploring what sacred means for you. Like, I never say, like, I, I never, I think in the entrepreneur space, like a huge non-resonance I have with things too is like, I, I never want anyone to become me. I never want anyone to take on exactly what those words and things mean for me, but I'm like, no, try it on and find your own unique version of what that is you know, mm-hmm. sometimes there is like this thing where I see, and it just like, it's to me in the space where it's like, you see people working with certain, and it's like this, like these mini me's of this. And then they're, they're having this. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm like, this is yes. Like learn and take on and cultivate, but like, where's the originality uniqueness and like the, the, the you that you're bringing into that. And I, I really encourage clients to do that. I'm like, yes, I'm teaching you this and like, please make this your own and please don't make it like mine unless it's in resonance with you. Because, yeah, you see that space. I don't know if you've noticed it, but sometimes I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why is there, I had to like unfollow people, not from a triggered space. So just like a, this is energetically, like not something I want to be looking at all the time of like eight, the 800. Right. You're like, (laughs) I need
1: to change the algorithm, put something else. I'm like,
0: (laughs) the algorithm's fucked now. No wonder (laughs) I don't want to be in this space because I see this top coach, quote unquote, like someone that's here. And then the people, the caliber working under, and then the caliber working under that person. And I, I'm just like, this is not feeling good in my, body like there's just something that's just like a hard no about this like it kind of makes me laugh
1: because I've actually been having this feeling that like I think a lot of spiritual people go into the coaching industry and then all of a sudden they become like a business coach and I'm like wait you just forgot your why like now you're trying to coach on business instead of like the embodiment work that you're actually trying to do right I know, and I like, see this so much. I, and very I'm just like, I,
0: I don't want to teach business. I actually like, and don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, some energetic stuff might like, you know, bring in financial or changes in your business. But like, yeah, there's like a trend going on with this. And I'm like, I, and, and cool if that's your thing. But just, I don't know. There's like a huge, like, I, I don't resonate with some of that going on. I think it's mm-hmm. weird. I think some of it's really fucking weird what's going on. On there. So I'm glad you're seeing it. I'm like, am I the only one looking at this being like, what the fuck's happening here? <laughs> no,
1: girl. I've been thinking this for a few. Like I'm just, I'm watching it happen. I'm like, yeah, this is I mean, interesting.
0: Are definitely like their why was the business, you know, like they're in, right. there needs to be people with that. But even I've gone through deconstructing of like conditioning myself into certain things and having to like really undo all of them <laughs> because I'm like, No, that's not the way I'm making my own way. Like this, like, yeah, I'll take.
1: Right.
0: But you've got
1: to be able to take what you're learning in a container and then reflect that back into your own authentic life. And that's, again, it just comes back to that. Are you living authentically? Right. Because if you go into this container and then all of a sudden you're kind of like mirroring this, you know, mini me version of, of these things, then, um, you know, you might go into something and learn how to do the the tech end or the logistical end, right? Like that might all look very similar when you're creating stuff, but it's the messaging, right? It's like, um, yeah. If you're a spiritual worker, you know, if you start business coaching in three months, it's like, we're going to be like, what,
0: what just happened? (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, yeah. Just staying in the lane. I'm staying in the lane. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that. I'm attracting the people staying in the lane, you know, like obviously, I didn't even know you super well. And I'm like, God, this conversation is fucking great. I love it. Like, we're like, <laughs> of course this happened. I'm like, this is so <laughs> good. Like, let's keep, I could probably have another five episodes. You'll probably come on, you know, and I'll go on yours at some point and we'll sing, yes. but it's just, this is such a fun conversation and it's so in alignment with how I'm feeling around everything right now. So yeah, um, totally. Yeah. Is there any, like, I have a few closing questions. I feel like it's kind of getting there because we could go on yeah. hour, but is there any like last nuggets that you want to leave them with and you've shared a lot. So maybe that's not even something like we can go into closing questions, but if there's anything last, like a, bit, just a closing nugget, I'm opening the space for that. Hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, I feel, I feel like we really dove into a lot, so maybe it'll come through in the, in the closing questions. I don't have anything okay. pressing.
0: <laughs> Soak it in guys, talk about integration, have some space for this combo. Cause we, yeah, did, we exactly. knew a lot and I'm so happy because it brought so much life to me because it was in such alignment. I'm like, oh, yes, like I'm so happy we're diving into these things. Um, so thank you. Thank you for sharing your perspectives of medicine and magic and your experience, like, and just like the vulnerability. I mean, you shared a lot into your own journey. So thank you for that and gifting mm-hmm. them that, that. Thanks uh, for having the space. Yeah. So for closing questions, this podcast is called All of You, More of You because I believe it's more of what the world needs. And I'm curious, like what part of Lindsay are you bringing more to the table currently so that more of all of who you are is brought into this world?
1: That's a great question.
0: It's actually my favorite one to ask people. I love hearing what they say on this.
1: How am I bringing more more of all of me?
0: Yep. That's kind so of the question, part right? part of you. And you can take that in any sense, you know, energetic, or maybe it's like a, a part of you that you maybe was dormant for some time, or maybe something that you're actually like, I'm, I'm being seen more in this now, or I know this more about myself now. So I'm bringing more of this forward of my wholeness of Lindsay. Yeah.
1: I think I've spent a lot of time on this journey so far, kind of with this Story of like, this is what happened to me when I was in my early 20s. And, you know, this was my big trauma that turned me into this darkness, but then found the light, you know. And Mm -hmm. what that's really highlighted for me is that there's so many stories that were before that moment. Mm -hmm. All of the work as I dove back into those layers that was underneath all the burnout, right? Is so many other stories that need to be told that have, that has transmuted in some way. And um, what I really hope to dive into next with where I want to steer Wander Lotus and just my next work is conscious relationships. Um, You know, I struggled as a child to have good relationships with friends, with parents, with Boys, men, whatever, you know, um, and so, you know, I kind of laugh and say now that like all of my exes, like, thank you because you're gonna help me write a New York bestseller. Um, but oh, I'm
0: ready. The choir <laughs> over here. I'm like, you're mirroring the fuck out of me. So I'm like, yep. I'm raising my hand. I can't see anything. I'm like, uh huh. Yep. I hear you.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Like I'm so ready to dive into the relationship struggles that I've experienced in my life, which is going to be a little bit uncomfortable, you know. And there's been times where I'm like, do some people need to like not. Be here before I can tell these stories, and I'm like, you know what? No, like these stories are coming out, and I'm, you know, if, if that makes people feel a certain type of way, like that's their work, you know. I can't, I can't dim that light. I can't tell, not tell the story and help how many other people that that could transmute their own experience um, because of me trying to stay in that people pleasing box of like, well, what if one person doesn't like that? I, you know. So, I, I um,
0: love this so much.
1: <laughs> so yeah, my my goal is to really um, come forth with just like the discomfort, the struggles, the ick part of the relationships. And, and I want to move into conscious relationship, not just in romance. I want to touch on it all, moms, daughters, besties, right? Like all of it, the shebang. Um, but there is a part of, I would say the past parts of my love story, um, that, are unique. And, um, I really hope to bring forward to help kind of people resonate with, um, just identifying certain things, but then also really working on self-worth and, and really working on healing from that. you know, I think a lot of the work, like there's a certain part of your journey where you have to kind of, you know, you're, you're in it on your own and, then there's a certain part of the journey where we move back into relationship because that's where the growth is, right? Like the alchemy is in the space and the the time to kind of sit with something, but then the implementation and integration is in relationship. So you know it's okay. like,
0: okay, let's work you know, how on... are you using it to live your life? Like literally exactly. in real-time experience. It's like if we're not experiencing it. What why are we why are we even optimized? Like where are we using that then?
1: <laughs> right. It's not like we go to yoga teacher training or start to find our yoga path by being like, okay, well, I found that and now like I've done the work and it's done. It's like, no, no,
0: no. This is practice. Home. I sit at home in my mat and just keep doing asanas
1: again. <laughs> right, right. It's like it's called a practice for a reason because it's not the 60 minutes that you're on your mat today. It's the it's person that triggers you at the grocery store for you know the 30 minutes there, right? Like that's where the work is it's the it's the person that cut you off it's the call you had with your mom it's like it's all these things right so um I really want to help people go find them find who they are find authentic self connect back into nature the world and then say okay how do we go back into our lives with all of this as the underscore you know
0: love it love it love it love it um yeah thanks for sharing that and I'm I'm feeling it from you I mean and I'm even going through my own iteration right now with like coming back into the space and I'm like there's story there's things that need to be shared like my story like there's a lot of stories where I was kind of touching or people and it's like there's so much there (laughs) and it's like this is going to and I've been always the the shaking the space doing the things to the and it's like we got to let go of it. Like there's, there's things that need to be on the table that are way of greater, higher service, not just because I'm sharing it from an ego space or I need to upset that it's like, this is to serve and people to relate and understand, like it's much bigger. So I love that you're sharing that and, you know, working on moving through that. And like, that's something currently I'm working on different layers and levels of that because I'm like, I just have to, like, this is a thing that like, I'm being called to step into and share in this way because it's much, much bigger than that, you know? So yeah, keep, that. It, keep it coming. <laughs> uh, you. you too. What is, yeah, bringing you the juiciest fulfillment right now? I usually ask that question first. I don't know, maybe that, that one wanted to come first, but um, yeah, what's bringing you like the juiciest fulfillment now? It could be life, business, personal, literally anything because that's what I care about. <laughs> I feel like the essence of all this work is like, you know, we're looking at that fulfillment piece. So I always like hearing what people are experiencing in their lives.
1: God, you know, I feel so fulfilled in life right now. Like, I feel like I'm not even working a day of my life in my business because I love and I'm passionate and excited to do every single thing I'm doing, even if it's the most boring, annoying part of the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm super fulfilled with that. Um. I am in a really healthy relationship and that is feeling so great. And I'm so happy with where that is. Um, you know, I've created a home life now and I feel safe in my home and I have my little dog, Daisy May and my cat Mowgli. And we just, (laughs) we have the biggest cuddle puddle every day. And, you know, I just feel at ease with, um, taking on my life and my lifestyle and how I'm showing up. I have built a wonderful community in northern Colorado and it lights me up to be able to go and teach classes, hold events, and just see my people. You know, a lot of times that my peeps become my friends, you know, it's like I just how do you how do they not like when you're pulling in just the dopest women into your world. It's like, "Well, duh, I want to be your friend. Like, you're cool." So, um, you know, I'm just I'm blown away with the love that's been brought into to me with my community and and you know, I feel like um, right. you know, I show up in service for them and and they show up for me. You know, I'm I'm equally loved with with what's I'm putting out. And so, yeah, you know, there's just there's nothing right now where I'm feeling a lack or everything just feels so fulfilling and alive and light, and you know there's definitely hard days right like i've been I've been going through some of my own things and different topics of life, but you know when you can actually kind of zoom back from those things and look and objective and be like, you know like day to day, my life's pretty good. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. It's the the total zoom out in those moments too, where you can look at the overall picture and you're like, wow, like created a pretty fucking magical life, you know? And it's not because you're lucky. I want to cap that you, you, you created this, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and Mm -hmm. I just, I obviously don't know you super well, but just like from what I've heard and we dropped in really deep today, of course, in this conversation, like you created that for yourself, you know? Like, go mm. fucking you. And I feel your energetics and I feel your embodiment with it. And I feel what you're saying. And like, it's a transmission of just a resonance of like, there's not misalignment with what you're saying with your words. It's not like you're trying. It's like, yeah, that's there. So I feel that for me. Mm. So it just, Thank yeah, proud of you. And I love hearing into your journey. And yeah, like the essence of that's like, yeah, light, just life. Like, life is fulfilling right now. <laughs> it, gets, yes. it gets to be the answer. You know.
1: Yes. Yeah. And that's the energetics that like has people that, you know, build your community and want to work with you. And, um, you know, that's so, so important. So it really feels good to finally be living that instead of like seeking, like, what do I do next? You know, it's just, oh, I just get to be, I just get to show up and, and be and, and live into the walk, right? Walk the walk.
0: Walk the walk, live into the walk. I love that. So the last question, because you shared some beautiful things about the community that you're launching tomorrow, and this will come out actually on Friday. So it'll be the day after. Um, But just, yeah, like a huge part of this podcast, the community is so important to me and just like connecting people with like different communities and getting into your world. And I'm going to put this all in show notes. Like, how can people find you? um, Anything you want to share around that? And I'm going to put this in show notes so they can connect to, you, you know?
1: Yeah. So, um, My Instagram is wanderlotuswellness, and that should link to my website. I do quite a bit of work keeping that up, so all my offerings are always on there. Um, I do some in-person work, uh, classes, events, retreats um, in Northern Colorado, and then also branch out into international retreats as well, so, um, you know the traveling nomad here, you know, the, the girl that lives in a backpack, I've still got to let that part be alive. So um, yeah, I mean, I hope to really continue to explore the range of, of reach, but Northern Colorado and uh, find me on Instagram. So
0: amazing. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I'm going to put your Instagram below and that's where they can find the community that you're talking about that you're launching and like any of the retreats events that'll be in Instagram. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I can give you a link to the the website too.
0: Yeah, perfect. Okay. I'll put that all in show notes. And yeah, like I have some people in the states. So yeah, if they're popping around in Colorado. They've got to check out yes. some of your classes and connect like in person where it's it's where it's at sometimes too, but also virtually. And um yeah, I'm gonna touch on just because I just launched something yesterday of my embodied healing container. So if you're wanting. And it went perfectly because we were talking about the community piece, some of this routine stuff. They're looking for that with the community thing that you're doing tomorrow. I love it. And then, yeah, if you're looking to do some of that deeper healing work that we were talking about, like really into what I mean by that, like that has been my past the last year plus of what I've been doing. And that is why I created this container. So I kind of transitioned out of my flowers Academy with some of this routine ritual stuff that I was doing in a different way than you're doing it. I love what you're doing. So they need to check that out if they're resonating. Um, and if you're looking to do some of that deeper healing work, I'm doing a beta round. So I'm actually taking only like probably a handful of people and I'm going to do one-on-one because what I needed was one-on-one at that time. I've been doing a lot of group containers. That's what flowers Academy was. And yeah, now having that one-on-one space, like I needed someone to hold me really, really deeply and closely and intimately. And I feel like at certain times of our journey, like, you know, if that's what you need, you know, Mm -hmm. and that is what is in resonance to me right now, because I'm like, I want to hold someone as deeply as I was held and and still being held. Um, So yeah, you can reach out to me and connect me on Instagram. I'll, I'll put my, my stuff's always in the bio as well. And yeah, I just want to thank you for this conversation. I had so much fun. I actually had no idea what we were going to chat about, but I'm like, we went into so many different directions, but it was really fruitful. And there's a lot of truths and things that I haven't spoken out into existence, probably in the space or on the podcast in the way that we did. And Mm -hmm. I was like, God, I'm so glad that these transmissions are out for whoever needs to hear this, because there were some really home hitters of like, unique perspectives and people might not agree. They might be like, no, I don't fucking agree with that. And that's perfect. But like me and you have resonance with some of these truths I feel, and it's so powerful to have a conversation with someone that's in alignment with that. And I'm like, that was what this conversation was. So thank you.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. And yes, we dove into... An array of things. So hopefully you're you've listened to the end. And
0: <laughs> I know you with. with us. You guys are our people because, like, I mean, you know, we really <laughs> yeah, if you made them. it all the way here, you're in. <laughs> yeah, and they're in resonance. They're probably like, yep, yep, you know, like you guys are probably agreeing. And I'm I'm happy because there needs to be a voice to some of these things that are very, I would say, behind the scenes things that are going on in this healing path in this entrepreneur path, or whatever you want to call it. That it's like, yeah, it just makes you feel less alone. It's like, am I fucking crazy? Like sometimes I'm like, am I the only one having this thought with this aspect of it? And it's like, there's actually a lot of people. You just need to find the people that are actually feeling that way, and that's how you find your community. You know, oh, so yeah. join Lindsay's community, join my community. Let's you know bring in in more of that, and um, yeah, raise just, the frequency, raise yes. the frequency, and just yeah, thanks for coming on, and um, yes, thank you so much fun and yeah I will see you guys next week and I love you guys and if you're still here you guys are the, the MVPs <laughs> all right bye guys I hope you absolutely loved this episode that it was full of juicy wisdom and magic and impact and integrate deeper into your lives your businesses and your work on a daily basis if you enjoyed this episode, you can kind review at the bottom and let me know what you took away from this podcast. If you're also feeling really called so we can spread more worth opening back into this world, I would love if you took a screenshot. And tag me on Instagram and let me know what was your biggest feature that you want to share to spread out into this world. I would appreciate it so deeply. Thank you for being here in this grand adventure of life with me. Sending so much love.